Hi, and welcome to our fourth episode of Be Your Best podcast. I'm Gilman Hansen, your host. As a brief intro, I'm a brand strategist and creative director who has worked closely with many companies, nonprofits, and people around the world for over 25 years, helping them discover, create, and design great brands. Recently, I took all that I've learned and applied it to people like you and me and created Be Your Best Design Personal Brand Training, where you can learn about personal brand awareness and how to apply it to make a difference for yourself and others. So let's get started by considering a few ideas. What does it mean to be our best? When are we playing at our best and top of our game? And how can we learn to do that better? How do others perceive us? Is it just circumstances and situations? Or can we play an active role in being our best? Well, today we're delighted to be talking and sharing with Jennifer Sherlock about these topics and ways we can be more of our authentic and better selves. Jen is a public relations event planner and social maven, a former television reporter, anchor, Jen now heads up Jenna Communications, a public relations event planning media and social media consulting firm in Philadelphia. A graduate of Villanova University, Jen broke in the PR after interviewing her old boss at a media conference in New York City. He asked her to put him in the spotlight, and she did just that for him several times on national and local TV shows, as well as top business blogs and mainstream newspapers and magazines. Her fearless personality helps her follow her passion to help people succeed. So, Jen, welcome. Glad you could join us on Be Your Best. Thanks for having me. Cool. It's good. So we're going to just start with, can you share us a little bit about yourself and how you became to head up your own PR relations firm? Yes. So I was in TV through most of my 20s. And before that, in high school, I had known I wanted to be in communications. And I wrote my first college essay on being the next Barbara Walters. So it's crazy to think that's what um, it used to be on. And <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And I would always see her interview, I mean, the top players, politicians, celebrities. And I used to think, you know, what would Barbara Walters do? Because she was very brave, incredible. So I really aspired to do that. And then in college, I had two internships in Philadelphia. One was at Channel 6, the ABC station, and the other was at Channel 17. And I got a tape together like most young reporters do. And again, followed my dreams and was very persistent to get my first job at NBC 40, which is down by Atlantic City. And unfortunately, it's not there anymore. But um, I started with a lot of Philadelphia TV broadcasters, including John Clark, who's on NBC 10, and Jeff Skaversky, who's on Channel 6. And it was a great starting out station. But um, at the time, I never would have thought I would have gotten out of TV. I Stayed there a couple of years. Then I went to Fox in Harrisburg where I was a reporter and anchor for three years after NBC 40 where I was a reporter and morning anchor. And then I came to Philadelphia and tried out for a traffic job and I got that at um, the CW Philly Wake Up News. And then I also started doing freelance 
at an internet TV startup. And I thought that was really cool because this was probably 2007 ish, 2008, I would think. And I thought it was really cool because I could put my videos on YouTube and everyone around the world could see it as opposed to when I was in TV, only like very few stories went up on the internet because the internet was just still growing. So I thought it was really cool. And then I also started doing PR for a startup, which led me to a media conference in New York City where I interviewed someone and they ended up reaching out to me on LinkedIn. And I went in for an interview and they said, you know, what would you like to do? And I said, um, TV, of course, <laughs> events, event planning, traveling the world. I mean, you name it, I said it. And they said, well, you can do that here. I mean, I was in shock. It's like, this does not happen. But it did. Um, it was very short-lived. It was my first corporate job. And it was a credit card company, Advanta Bank Corporation. And they went down in the recession in 2009. So I started my company in a recession, which is interesting. Um, but I, I started it while I was at Advanta because I had known layoffs were happening and I didn't know that I would still stay in my company or still, um, be in PR and have my own company. I think I just thought I was trying it because at that point I had no, I knew how to get my boss on national news. And we also did events all around the country and I would invite press out to those events. So I knew that I could do it. So that job actually gave me the confidence to do what I'm doing now. But I also didn't intend Virginia Communications to last, you know, over 10 years later. I, um, I thought maybe I'd get back into TV or something. And I still did TV at the beginning of my business, but um, I love it. It's great. It keeps me busy. There's a new story every day, just like in TV news. And other than that, I love helping clients get known and I love making introductions. I think it's a part of my personality. And like I tell college kids or anyone looking to get out in the career world, you have to love what you do because you'll be doing it 24 <laughs> seven. So like that's interesting. So here's what I, here's what I noticed was, um, you sort of were self-starter, right? Yes. And you, it seems like you were one who, uh, you know, self-starter and you took advantage of the situation. Absolutely. Always. I always, I believe in sink or swim. You got to kind of be thrown in to, to learn. That's my opinion though. Others have different opinions. What do you mean? Like opinion? I think that that goes to your point of being a self-starter. Uh, for example, when I was in college, I wanted to bartend and one bar owner gave me a shot, but he literally just threw me in. So when I would make a SoCo and lime, I literally poured SoCo and lime and gave it to someone. So I learned on the go and people were like, no, honey, like you need to do it. Yeah. So I feel like I do best under pressure maybe is the best example. So in that situation that helped me learn to bartend in TV, the pressure of it helped me um, be successful. Or I noticed if I had to tape something, I would mess up as opposed to live news when it was live, the pressure like helped me not mess up a word. So I don't, I guess some people are like that. I'm one of those crazy people that thrive in crazy situations. If you give me a lot of time, like COVID-19 has, it's not the best for me. <laughs> yeah. Slows you down a little bit, right? Yeah. So here's a question for you. Um, could you talked about your go-to attitude and how you, you got going, and which is pretty cool. Um, and, you know, we're all different, right? Everybody's different. Everyone, yeah. Uh, so what in your eyes are the key elements of a strong personal brand? that your clients are looking for in you? Like, what, what is it that 
makes uh, you a strong personal brand? So I think clients want you to communicate effectively, hands down, especially with the COVID-19 crisis and pivoting. You know, how do you change your messaging? How do you prepare for the strategic reopening of your business? So I think they look for me for ideas and also connections. Relationships are huge in my business. So if they want to get the word out about how they're pivoting, whether it's a gym and they're doing virtual classes or it's a salon and they're selling retail products or they're doing, they're a restaurant just doing online delivery, they look to me to write that message or communicate that message effectively to reporters that I know to help them get their messaging out. So that's probably what they look for uh, as well as, so I would say it's, if I were to pick three things, I would say it's relationships, communicating effectively, and then action, getting the job done. They want to see results because if they're not seeing results, they're not going to buy or believe into your company yeah so that's an interesting point that um everybody wants results right yes yeah <laughs> that's that's key yeah um so in in a new world we live in a new world of social distancing which you were just referring to we're talking on screens and we're using social media to get the push the word out there where do you see personal branding playing a role and being a benefit for people. I think now more than ever, people see that you have to promote yourself because who else is gonna do it for you? You're in your own home environment by yourself. We were talking about ring lights and tripods earlier. They're always sold out on Amazon. I just got one the other day. So I think that everyone is looking into getting green screens, fixing their backgrounds, getting the right lighting. I mean, personal branding has never been more important in my opinion, because I think the leaders will stand out after this pandemic on how they handled the situation and how they led their branding versus those that kind of waited or kind of let it pass by. This is the time to kind of create content, content like you're doing Gil and create a podcast or provide a video because otherwise, how are people going to remember you if you're not out walking in your office space or walking to meetings or going to those networking events? You need to plan Zoom calls, plan virtual happy hours, and also just provide your own content. Whatever you do, you could be teaching teens with anxiety. You could be teaching video. You could be teaching anything, um, even how to give your kids homeschooling lessons. I just think right. now is the time that everyone has to get a little uncomfortable to get comfortable, even if it's doing videos on TikTok. I've been doing a lot of the dancing ones, but I think um, I do see a lot of motivational speakers putting up their their credible motivational content, even in short snippets. So I think it's the time that if people really want to be known, it, it's a quick way by providing even three videos a day to get people to see who you are and what you're talking about. Wow. I like what you just said. You have to be a little uncomfortable to be comfortable. It's true, right? Because otherwise, how else do you get to yeah, the other? Yeah, like there's guy? a little wall there, right? Yeah. FOMO, trepidation, whatever you call it. That you exactly. Have, you have to walk beyond that, right? You have to. I know there was a quote. I loved it. It was like you have to be able to what is it, let, let go of the shore. I, I'd have to Google it, but it's it's something about that, letting go of the shore to to sail and and kind of. Right. Find out, find out your destination. Yeah. I love that quote. I just forget what it is. <laughs> well, I got the sense. It's a good one, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's funny how um, a lot of times when you're being live, you you want to be so articulate, but 
I think it's more about the energy that you're communicating a lot of times with people and sharing. So it's, think about it. You, we all know miserable people. You can walk in a room and you're like, oh, or a coffee shop. You don't want to go near them. Or you can kind of walk by someone's office and know that, hey, I want to pop in there because they'll smile or they'll break away from their work just to talk to you. Yeah, that's the key. So it's the human connection, right? Right. It's huge. And I know I need it now more than ever because of this. <laughs> we all do, right? <laughs> yeah. So here's a, here's a question. What makes you, you personally, be at your best? Like when, are you, when and what are you, when are you at your best? So I noticed my first like three, four calls this morning, I was still in my pajamas, <laughs> with my makeup and my glasses. And I feel a million times better now that I showered and did my hair and makeup and put on a dress, even though I have nowhere to go. It was fun. So for me, I noticed, I'll, and I thought that while I was getting ready, actually, I thought I should do this more often because I'll be better on calls. Like I'll feel confident, like I'm in my office or I'm at, you know, wherever, just out and about in the city. I feel like I'll be more effective on my calls. So for me, dressing up the part or making yourself feel good, whomever you may be and however you may do that is important to be, or to put your best foot forward. Um, I also, for me, it's working out. I work out almost every day. And when it's a normal lifestyle, I fit it in, whether it's morning, lunch, dinner, late night, you know, I do what I have to do. But for me, that helps me mentally. And then once I'm mentally clear, I'm, I'm better at work and, and just day to day in general. And then also prioritizing is big. So obviously, we all have these long lists. But if you keep putting other people first, you're just going to be bogged down. So it's best to do what you need to do, whether it's calling your bank or doing certain bills. I think that once you get the important things for you out of the way, then it's easier to focus on others. Yeah, I, and I think one thing we talk about, um, yeah, I agree that there's a balance there. You need to have your own strength before you can help others, I think. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a one term we talk about in personal branding called uh, your ethos, which is the thing, your go-to three words you tell yourself every day or when you're in a, you got to get going, you're motivating. What are the... It's your go-to inside, what you think about. So do you have like an ethos, like a go-to that you tell yourself like that to get going or you're getting into a challenging situation or whatever? Yeah. What, do you have a go-to? What, what would that be? So music helps me. And I noticed also when I was getting ready, I put on Spotify on my phone. And I noticed I ran to it last weekend on Kelly Drive and yesterday as well. It's an 80s movie, I'm sure. Anyone who, <laughs> I guess late 30s and above would know but St. Elmo's Fire and I love that song Man in Motion it's so good and so inspiring that it's just the the beat the, it's amazing do you know what song I'm talking about I want you to sing it do you want to sing can it can I play it I'll play this <laughs> the beginning all you need to hear is the yeah, okay good yeah go ahead play it five seconds go ahead it's, it's so good and I think you'll know what I mean. You can just hear the first five seconds and know it's going to, it makes you want to kick some butt. Um, okay. Sorry. I got to pull it up. It's on your favorites, right? Yes. And I don't know. I'm like, I know how to use my phone. <laughs> and it's the okay. last song on there because it's the last download. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it? Yeah. yeah. 
it just has that inspirational beat, doesn't it? Yeah, it's John. I like it. And when you get to the chorus, it's about like, you know, you tap into that St. Elmo's fire, you tap into your, your fire. That's exactly right, your fire. Yeah. Like you're going to like a new client meeting or something. Yeah, exactly. Like I need, I thought of that while I was getting ready today. I'm like, I just downloaded that because I saw the movie a couple weeks ago and I always liked the song. And I thought I should play this whenever I'm in a bad mood. It's so good. Perfect. Yeah, but I find too, personally, like particularly nowadays when we're locked in our rooms and stuff, like lockdown, that uh, music's really helpful. So helpful. It, it really just, it really, it's a whole, that's another thing about we teach about in, in, in the personal brand training. It's just not your thoughts. You know, it's, no. it's your feeling, it's how you feel about yourself and your your environment. And it's also about how you look. like music how you look is all part of being like uh having a strong personal brand because for so long we were always taught to read everything and it was all lexicon but there's a whole other parts of us that need to be ignited as well that really play a big role in how exactly. we feel how we present yeah so i, I think love when that. you feel good is when you're doing your best right exactly <laughs> yeah that's a great way to to uh to really say it, if you're feeling good you're really you're on your game exactly the, the one thing other thing i deal with sometimes on a personal level just being getting personal here is um like i have certain like ideals of, that that i try to be right that, so i call it uh my baseline the three things that i know that these will make me better because in the training i've learned that you get feedback from other people, what they think about you, which sure. is very helpful actually, because then you can see, oh, okay, that's how I'm being perceived. So one of the things that um, I noticed that it keeps me online to know that that's what they think of me, or that's my, there are my three or four words that say, this is my promise to you. This is how I'm going to promise to deliver to you. Exactly. And then you hold, your, you, hold, you hold yourself accountable to that. I think of that because I, I think of that sometimes when I'm running or in the shower, like those weird moments. I do think, you know, for example, I'll just use running. You know, why am I squeezing? The, this is in a typical pre-COVID world. Why am I squeezing in this 20-minute run when I'm supposed to be somewhere and look this way? And, you know, all these crazy thoughts go through my mind. But then I realize, you know what? No, I'm the brand. Like, I need to do what makes me feel best. And, you know, they're paying for for the brand. And, you know, obviously that includes my workers, but at the end of the day, everything falls on me. So then that keeps me going. Cause obviously I know what people expect. And if I was, you know, this frumpy person that, you know, you know, was wearing sweatshirts to client meetings all the time, they probably wouldn't look well upon me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Right. I, I get, and, and I feel like that's part of what we had to be mindful of, you know, to be attentive to. Unfortunately, I mean, it's great in a way in this entrepreneurial world where we can. I mean, a lot of times I do wear my workout clothes most days, especially now and not in the pre-COVID world, but um, but we do have to be mindful. And it's what the presentation you showed me like a week ago. I didn't pick the person in sweats. I picked the woman that was all dressed up I mean, she was in black and simple, but she was dressed up. Absolutely. You got, you got to be your best. That's what we say. So... Um... 
Well, I want to thank you. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Uh, uh, Jen, you, you just were great. And I learned so much. And if anyone's thinking about using Gil or Gil's services, it's amazing what you can learn about yourself and your brand. Like he said, there are things in the way people perceive you that you may not notice, but after you go through his branding plan, it's unbelievable. The words and colors and things that you never would have known really make an impact on those around you and how they view you. And I just think it's something that everyone should consider. Great. Well, thanks. So, um, Thank you. And I also uh, thank everyone in the process who helped this become a reality. I call out to Carl, Carl Speak, uh, my partner, co-creator and author, uh, Don Lowry, co-creator, Daryl and Reith, co-creator, Barbara Batondo, advisor, editor, and Tracy Stortz, our amazing production manager. Love her. Yeah, she's great. Great, isn't she? And all the others that make it happen and to the Design Management Institute, for all the opportunities to help us get started. And uh, just remember your personal brand is your most important asset. You have an opportunity to be better every day. Isn't that, that's what we were just talking about. Every day. Exactly. Hold yourself accountable. So be ready to be your best and thanks for listening. And if you want to know more and learn about our three-step process to design your personal brand, please visit us at designpersonalbrand.com. And to reach out to Carl personally, you can call him at 612-599-8775 or at carl at brandtoolbox.com. And you can order his book uh, as well called Be Your Own Brand, and you can find that on Amazon. And I look forward to talking further with everybody who's listening, and, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.